0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Okinawa Karate Podcast. My name is Josh Simmers, coming to you from Okinawa, Japan, the birthplace of karate. Today's episode is brought to you by Typhoon Praparoon. Praparoon, the rain god of Thai. He and I both want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, Typhoon Preparoon and I, the rain god of Thai, thank you for tuning in today. July 1st, sitting here in Okinawa, Japan, exactly one month away from the first Okinawa Karate International Tournament. If you've not registered for the tournament, it might be too late, but that's okay. You can still come enjoy the show. There's going to be some great competition, some great demonstrations by the Masters here on the island, and it's always a good time to come visit and eat some Blue Seal ice cream. If you're not familiar with the first Okinawa Karate International Tournament, you can get all the information you need at okinawa-karate.okinawa. That's okinawa-karate.okinawa. Yes, there is a .okinawa domain now. If you visit this webpage, you can find all the information in Japanese, English, French, Spanish, and Russian. So the, the folks at the Okinawa Karate Promotion Division... Have done a very good job putting this website together. Uh, contains just about everything you could you could possibly need to know about the tournament, uh, times, schedule, location, etc. Uh, today I plan on giving you a little bit of a rundown of that website and the information about the first Okinawa Karate International Tournament. Um, you can you can visit the site and when you go to the tournaments tab, uh, at this time we can view the schedule. Um, for those that have been to the been to Okinawa. You're familiar, very likely familiar with the Budokan, and many of you are now familiar with the KaiCon. The tournament schedule is actually split up between these two locations, and this is gonna cause a bit of frustration for everyone um, that's competing and those that wanna watch the competition, but I, I I believe that the folks at the karate promotion division have done the best they can with setting this up at the two different locations. Um, difficulty that we're gonna have for those that are visiting the island, primarily the difficulty is going to be getting transportation between the two venues. Um, there's options available for that, public transportation. Unfortunately, the monorail does not run between the two, uh, but there's going to be plenty of taxis, I'm sure. And I, I believe I've heard rumors of buses that are going to be uh, bouncing back and forth between the Budokan and the Kaikan. But I want to give you a bit of a rundown of what's going on starting on August 1st. Wednesday, August 1st is the opening ceremony at the Budokan. That'll start about 1130 in the morning. Um, prior to the opening ceremony is when the, the registration begins. And, and by the registration, that just simply means if you've already registered for the tournament, you will bring your packet, your photo ID, confirm your number, etc. At this time, I don't believe anyone can register for the tournament. I believe all registrations are finalized. Uh, but on August 1st, Wednesday, uh, 11.30 in the morning at the Budokan is the opening ceremony and the reception. Opening ceremony will run from about 11.30 until 2 p.m. After that time, starting around 2.10 p.m., according to the schedule, we're going to have some demonstrations. Uh, I'm not really sure who's going to be doing the demos. I imagine that's going to be some of the various uh, dojos here on the island. Uh, maybe even include some non Karate-related demonstrations, they typically like to do something with Asa or something like that, traditional dance. Um, over at the KaiCon on the same day, August 1st, there's the inaugural ded- dedication for the special dojo. That's from 10.30 to 11 a.m. And after that, they have nothing else scheduled at the kaikon um, So, August 1st, opening ceremony... Um, registration, pick up your packet, end of ceremony is around 2 p.m., and then it just goes into some demonstrations, and it seems like that's a relatively low-key day. The main competition will actually begin on August 2nd. August 2nd is when we start the preliminary rounds in mainland Japan and overseas. Now, it says preliminary rounds in mainland Japan and overseas. This is off the website. No, the, the rounds are being held here on Okinawa, but what that is, it's the competitors that came from mainland Japan and overseas. So anyone that was already registered and living on Okinawa, we, we competed back in March. Um, uh, this one coming up in August is everyone that's supposed to be off the island, living off the island. So on August 2nd, Thursday, at the Budokan, starting at 1030 in the morning, we have the Shirite, Shirite and Tamarite, they have combined, Shirite, Tamarite, and Uechi Uryu competition. This is the juniors male and female division, which is ages 15 to under 17. So basically from 15 to 17, uh, 15 to under 18, 15 to 17 year olds. The juniors male and female. The adults male one division, which is 18 years old to 39 years old. And then the adults female two division. Adults female two is over 40 up to 59. So that's uh, day day one of the preliminary rounds, which is on August 2nd at the Budokan. Now on that same day over at the Kaikon, on the same day, August 2nd, over at the Kaikon is the preliminary rounds for Kobudo Bo. Again, this is the preliminary rounds for the main, uh, those from mainland Japan and overseas. Uh, the bow competition. starts at 10.30 a.m. and they claim it's going to finish around 3.15 in the afternoon. So right there we can kind of see the first uh, bit of conflict if you want to watch the bow competition and the shirite and tamarite or uechi ryu competitions. You can't be in both places at the same time. August 3rd on a Friday, again starting at 10.30 in the morning at the Budokan, we have the preliminary rounds in mainland Japan and overseas. Uh, Shurite and Tamarite, adults 1, female, adults 2, male, and seniors. So that's Shurite, Tamarite, adults 1, female, adults 2, male, and seniors. The senior division is over 60 years old. Also at the Budokan on that same day, we have the uh, Sai competition. Over at the KaiCon on August 3rd, Friday, starting at 10.30 in the morning, is the preliminary rounds for Nahate. Again, another conflict here. If you want to watch both competitions, you can't. Uh, you can either go watch Nahate at the Kaikon from 10.30 to approximately 2.30 in, in the afternoon, or you can be at the Budokan watching the Shurite, Tamarite, and the Sai competition. Coming to Saturday, August 4th, we now get into the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals will begin at the Budokan 10:30 a.m. This is again Shurite Tamarite, Kobudo Bo and Kobudo Sai. So all Kobudo is going to be all Kobudo for the preliminary, or I'm sorry, for the quarterfinals is going to be at the Budokan starting at 10:30 a.m. on Saturday, August 4th, as well as the Shurite Tamarite competitions over at the Kaikon now. Again, August 4th, at the same time, 10:30 in the morning is the quarterfinals for Naha, Nahate Inuitdu. Uh, this now brings us to Saturday, the main tournament. So at this point we're down to the final, uh, I believe eight competitors <clears throat> is what they're whittling it down to the final eight from each division. So, Saturday, uh, so- Sunday, Sunday, August 5th, 10 o'clock in the morning, the main tournament, for Shurite Tamarite, for Kobudo Bo and Kobudo Sai is held at the Budokan starting at 10 a.m. They believe it's going to be finished somewhere around 4 p.m. Over at the Kaikon we have the main tournament for Nahate Inoichi Ryu. Starting at 10 a.m., finishing somewhere around 3.15 is what they're believing. Now this is kind of where it gets a little bit tricky again. That ends around 3.15 p.m. at the Kaikan. The final ceremony and the award ceremony is only being held at the Budokan. So folks that are over at the KaiCon on that day watching the, the finals for the Nahate and the Uchi Ryu will then have to somehow get transportation um, over to the Budokan. Once again, I believe I did hear rumors that they're going to be running some buses back and forth. I'm going to confirm that and I'll, I'll try to post it in a future Podcast, or put it up on the website, or you know Facebook. Um, taxis will be available, and then you know ride with a friend. You know if you're coming over here and, and you need help, send me an email. I might be able to help you out there. But we got to hightail it from the Kaicon over to the Budokon for the closing ceremony and the award ceremony at 4:30 p.m. After that, it's party time. the The winners have been announced. The awards have been handed out. Uh, everyone can shake hands, pat each other on the back, and then go out for a, a cold Ordon beer and, and some blue seal ice cream. For those that are competing, I'll go over just a few of the rules, uh, some things that I saw from the preliminary rounds uh, that might might help you out a little bit. Uh, regarding the gi, they, on the website they call it the official uniform. Recu- regarding the competitor's uniform, the competition rules and regulations uh, say that it's permitted to bear the ryuha country flags, excluding the prefectural emblem of Okinawa, and the national emblems on only left chest of the karate gi. Um, can I put a personal name at the hem of the jacket on the upper part of the trademark labels of manufacturers, so as you look at many of the geese, Shredo, Seishin, anybody else, uh, most of them on the jacket, on the hem, there is their manufacturer name, and some people will put their name either in English or Kanji or whatever they want, uh, right above that. That is permitted. Originally, when the packets first came out, that was not permitted. And I, I was in the market for a new gi, but I actually went out and bought a new gi and did not put my name on it because of the, the rules originally said you could not have your name on there. I think enough people complained about it, uh, and they, they came back later and said your name is permitted. However, you are only allowed to have your Ryuha or any other emblem on the left chest of the Karate Gi. Uh, one example where I saw someone had to cover up at the preliminary rounds, they were wearing a seishin gi. That particular gi has an emblem um, directly in the center of the back um, of the gi, but very near the top, right near the hem at the collar. Uh, I saw the person put a piece of white duct tape over top of that. And I don't think that was a big deal. No one, No one said anything, but they didn't want to risk it. So little information like that. Don't come out here with 15 different emblems and patches and hoopla all over your your gi because they're not going to allow you to compete. Your sleeve length uh, should also be at least to the middle of your forearm. It cannot go past the wrist bone and it cannot go past the elbow. Uh, That's another thing that some people might have a bit of a problem with, uh, so make sure your sleeve length is is correct. Um, Other than that, It's the standard white gi on your obi. They said you can put anything you want in your obi. You can have your name, your yuha. There's no restriction at all what can go on the obi. So if you feel you need to put, uh, I love the Okinawa Karate Podcast on your obi, by all means, please do that. I would love to see it. When it it comes to picking up your packet, some things that you must have, it says here that you need to have your registration confirmation form, which is the form uh, that you received in your email or after you register on the website you would have received an email that's your registration form probably a copy of that is going to be inside the packet that you received in the mail as well the competitor number exchange certificate that is definitely it should definitely be in your packet if not then you need to call the KaiCon immediately and get that taken care of but a competitor number exchange certificate so it's got your number and it's just on a piece of paper. You take that in. When you get your packet, your actual number will be in there, and it's a uh, like a sticky-back number that goes on the gi. And then an identification card, driver's license, pass, passport, etc. And this is very important for the overseas participants. You are required to bring your passport to the registration. It does say that a copy is allowed, but overseas participants, you are required to bring your passport to the registration. And don't forget, on August 6th, Monday, August 7th, Tuesday, we have the Okinawa Karate Seminar. That's a two-day event split up again between the Kaikon and the Budokan. Um, if you did not already register for the seminar, I believe that there's still some, some slots open. My sensei had actually told me that I think we have three or four left for Okinawa Kempo and uh, there's a handful of senseis or instructors that still have slots open, so you can go ahead and check that out. Perhaps you can still uh, get in on the on the seminar. I, it starts 10 o'clock in the morning on both days. 10 a.m. to noon is the first session. At 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. is the second session on both days. If you haven't checked this out, uh, it's it's well worth it. It's 3,000 yen per session for adult. You can do one in the morning, one in the afternoon, both days. But these are the top... Instructors uh, for each view on the island that are going to be teaching there. Well worth it. Uh, should be a good time, and it's it's maxed out at 50 50 people per group, so you're not going to be you know competing for time or instruction with with 200 people around you at one session. I know sometimes you come over here for some of the some of the seminars or different places around the world, and there's there's gobs and gobs of people. You can't hear the instructors. It's it's just everybody stepping on each other. They're maxed out at 50 per session, so given the amount of space that we have to work with, that should work out quite well. And last but not least, August 7th at 6 p.m. is the exchange reception, the farewell party. That's at the Okinawa Karyushi Urban Resort in Naha, the Okinawa Karyushi Urban Resort. And actually, there's no information about how much this is going to cost. I don't know if it's going to be free at this time. Uh, I will try to get some more information on that and post it in a later podcast. But this is going to be a very good time for sure. Um, Come out, eat some good Okinawa food, drink some more Odeon beer, some Awamori, and uh, just have a, a great party. Celebrate the first Okinawa Karate International Tournament. Well, that's going to do it for this podcast, folks. I hope this was some good information for you. Uh, If you have any questions, anything that you would like further information regarding the first Okinawa Karate International Tournament, please check out the website, okinawa-karate.okinawa. Okinawa-karate.okinawa. They have loads of good information on that website. The promotion division has done a stellar job posting all the information up there in five different languages. If there's something that you can't find, shoot them an email. Uh, they're very responsive. And if there's anything I can help you with, send an email to me, josh at com. josh at com. Once again, thank you for listening.